One of my first gift basket orders was to the daughter of the man who printed my catalogs and other resource materials. Her gift basket order was for $30, and that was decent when I was first starting. She gave me a check, and I put the check in the bank, of course, and days later, the bank sent me back the check saying that there were insufficient funds. Oh, goodness. Now I have to go back to this young lady and not only try to collect the money in cash, but also collect the insufficient funds amount. She did pay me the cash for the check, but she didn't happen to have the insufficient funds money on her, which was probably $5, $7, so that was a lesson in itself, letting me know that I had to put a disclaimer or put an extra information in my, in my material saying that you have to cover the amount. Other than that, what I realized was that while $30 orders were just okay, that certainly wasn't going to help me get out of the corporate settings I wanted a business. And collecting $30 at a time was not going to get me from somebody else's job into my own enterprise. So I said to myself, and I really thought about over the next couple of months, how was I going to make more money than $30 here and there? I realized that I needed to have more presence in the newspaper, on TV, and just a broader recognition of what I brought to the community and the state and possibly other states around me, around the New York area. So I did pursue the newspapers through press releases, and I did get very decent coverage after a couple of months of sending press releases. But then I knew that television was going to be a very big piece of the puzzle. And I pursued the networks that are in the New York area, which you can imagine are very big. I was on a morning show that was, that is still on today that was very big in helping me get many more sales. I was on CNBC, <laughs> the, financial, uh, the financial channel, talking about gifts and baskets and everything in the gift industry. That helped bring me, me more prominence. I was even on the Food Network several times showing gift baskets for the New Year, for Mother's Day, and other events. That catapulted me into much bigger sales in a wider audience than I would have would have reached at any other time. All of a sudden, I looked at my financials, and yes, I always looked at, at the financials, and saw that I was crossing the six-figure mark. It took an extraordinary amount of work to reach over $100,000. And I look back at what I was able to achieve and knew that if I could do this, then it was possible for others to achieve it as well. And that's what we're going to be talking about in this segment. If you're looking to either leave someone else's job or simply turn your hobby into a full-fledged enterprise, I know that what I'm going to share with you is going to at least create a foundation for what you can achieve. Stay tuned. Welcome to 
to Gift Basket Business, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your host and author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business, the Gift Basket Design Book, and I'm Chief Basketologist at giftbasketbusiness.com. That wider audience that I talked about that helped me reach the six-figure mark were college professors, they were people in politics, they were entertainers, they were people that ended up finding out about me through referrals and through uh, different other types of broadcasts that I had. I was on smaller networks on television. I was quoted in different types of magazines and newspapers. Once the and once the marketing train starts, it seems to not fail as long as you continue to market your business in ways that you think might not work or you have a lot of stock in it and hope it works out. There's a, a lot of marketing that goes into making $100,000 and more or even a little bit less than that. But we're going to be talking about crossing that threshold because it it does seem that once you cross the $100,000 mark, then your next rung, so to speak, is maybe $250,000, and so on. These amounts are achievable because as you are listening to this, there are designers, there are companies that are making these types of figures and much more. And I, I'm sure you know, uh, and I'll just say that I am not an accountant. I, I know how to run a calculator, <laughs> but I am not a person who can tell you exactly what your income and expenses are going to be. You are, are in charge of that. But I'm going to give some information about how you can make the foundation for this mark more achievable for you. And it definitely can be done because I've seen it in my own records. My first question to you is, do you want to earn income of $100,000 or do you want the $100,000 to be your income after expenses? And that's a big part of looking at making $100,000 with gift baskets. If you make $100,000, that doesn't include expenses. It usually doesn't. And the, the expenses are vast, as you already know. You've got your website upkeep if you do have a website. You've got the supplies that you buy for your gift baskets. If you have staff of any type, you are paying them. And you might not be paying them with cash, but if it's family members, you might be paying them with gift baskets or something else that makes them happy. If you are in a, a retail space, you're paying rent. If you're not in a retail space and you're at home, you're paying mortgage or you're paying property taxes, you're paying something. And that portion of your the area that you work in, that workspace, that is part of the rent or the mortgage or the taxes that you pay. Your place has to be heated. It needs electricity. I mean, I could go on and on with the expenses because there are expenses that you are going to have in this business, especially the supplies and the equipment that you need. So that goes into the $100,000 or 
you want to make $100,000. You want to keep $100,000 after your expenses. Well, that means that you need to make more than $100,000. It might be $150,000. It might be $200,000. It depends on what your expenses are for that particular calendar year. So that's what you really want to think about. $100,000, it's not just going to be that. There are going to be other uh, other things, other um other considerations. Back in 1999, I wrote an article on a website where I used to write gift basket articles, and it was entitled, Can I Really Make $30,000 a Year? And I went through all of the, the calculations for making $30,000 and some truths and falses. And the last true and false that I had in the article was, if I make $30,000, do I get to keep it? Do I get to pocket it? And of course, like I'm sharing with you, the answer is false. The $30,000 in the case of the article represents gross sales. And the same thing with the $100,000. If you make $100,000, that's gross, meaning it has not accounted for all of the expenses that went into making that $100,000. So you really need to consider the math on this. And if $100,000 is great to make, and then your expenses come out, maybe you're left with $60,000 or $70,000. Or if you want to make, or if you are focused on making $170,000 so that your total, your net income would possibly be $100,000 or more. So that's the first thing to really think about. And your sales also may not be just gift basket sales. It can be a combination of different types of sales, and it can also include passive income. But I'll get back to that. I want to share with you about making the $100,000. Marketing, as I mentioned, is going to be the linchpin in making your $100,000. You have to market without fail every day. It's just like putting on your shoes, uh, washing up in the morning, eating. You have to do some type of marketing every day. And that marketing is going to either be paid marketing or it's going to be free. And free is subjective because free has to do with your time as well. So you make time to market your business if you're not paying for an ad. And even if you're paying for an ad, there's time taken in that because somebody has to make the ad, whether it's you or maybe somebody who you have outsourced the the creation to. Your marketing is going to be by phone. It's going to be by mail. It's going to be online, whether it is online ads or maybe press releases that you share, that you write and upload to some online presence, online website that helps you to keep your releases uh, released in a way, distributed to different, uh, different newspapers and state magazines or maybe the magazine of your country. You want to pursue broadcast presentations, whether it is on satellite radio or morning radio or evening drive radio. Like me, you may pursue broadcast presentations on television. And a lot of that is being done now through Skype, through Zoom, through other types, through Restream.io, through different ways. And any 
television station will let you know what you need to set up or they will have the setup for you so that you can make the presentations during the holidays, during everyday occasions, from birthday to baby to bereavement. They're going to be local corporate buyers that you must stay in contact with. And you're going to find them, if you don't have any already, through people you already know, through neighbors, through connections that you already have with people who are in business, from veterinarians to attorneys and accountants to others who are in business who are looking to do more business and find more business. And they'll be doing that through the giving of your gift baskets. They're opening, help. you're helping them to open doors. You're helping them to to make up for missteps. And those are the people who have the connections to others who are going to help you to make more gift baskets that make more sales that bring you closer and over the $100,000 mark. So marketing is the foundation to making the type of sales that bring in the income that you're looking to make if you are one who wants to really grow your enterprise. I say you have an enterprise because even though, yes, you have a business, I see it as more of an empire. I always do. My a very good friend of mine gave me a um, something that I just leave on the desk. And it's instead of it being my name, because I know who I am at my desk, she gave me just a, a placard that says building my empire. And that's what we are doing. We are always under construction seeing how we can continue the on the long road, long and hopefully successful road of earning the type of money in our business that we want to earn. And I, I'm talking about earning money uh, because what we do is always bring value behind the money. So I, I don't talk about the value a lot unless that's the episode's focus because we do bring value. With every piece of, of floral foam and every piece of floral and every food and gift that we put into a gift basket for whatever occasion it is, that is the value of the creativity that we bring to everyone. So we are looking to earn money for what we create. And that is, of course, why I'm not talking about value. I'm talking about the $100,000. Let me get back to how you make the money, and we talked about the marketing, but your your income may come from more than sales. It can be a combination of, a, of different types of earnings. Some of the earnings may come outside of making the gift baskets and the referrals that come from it. The earnings may also come from ads on your website or blog. You certainly don't want to siphon off any income that you're making from your from selling gift baskets, but you might have some in, kind of inconspicuous ads on your website that have to do with the types of services that are comparable with your gift baskets. If you look at websites and blogs from the very big names in the gift basket arena, you might see types, some types of ads that you say to yourself, oh, wow, you know, they do have ads on their site. It's kind of like uh, uh, many years ago, I had read that the owner of Job Lots and Big Lots 
allowed street vendors to be in front of their store. Um, and they didn't, the owner did not consider the people, the street vendors in front of the store as competitors. The person considered those vendors as as just people who were selling products that were not in competition. They were people who helped to bring more traffic to the area. So that person didn't think that there was any siphoning of business because people were coming into big lots and odd lots anyway. They just happened to be looking at the street vendors in a, in addition. And that is in a way, the same as on your website. Yes, you are selling gift baskets, and yes, your your website is there to bring people to order, to possibly sign up for your newsletter or other information that you share, but you can also have some ads that are complementary to your site. So if you're not sure what those ads could be, you can uh, take time to go to the larger websites that offer gift baskets and flowers and other types of gifts and see what ads they're running. That type of passive income can uh, increase over time. I have some ads on my website. Um, Now it's the giftbasketbusiness.com website, but I also have a, a private portal for my gift basket customers. And there are ads on those, uh, on that site as well. And Those ads are clickable so that I can make a dollar here, $2 there, and it does add up so that I get passive income every month or every other month. And that does add up into over the $100,000 mark. You might have or might be considering consultations, just like wedding and event planners have consultations with people who are planning their weddings and planning different types of events you might have income from those kinds of consultations. My first consultation, which I didn't make money from, and I learned from it, was a person who wanted me to buy some flowers from her and I've uh, for her. And I have blogged about that in the past. She wanted me to buy some African violets for her sister's wedding. And she wanted me to buy them. She, wanted, she knew where they were. She wanted me to buy them, store them, and then deliver them all for the price of the African violets at the store. So if the African violets were $2.99, she wanted me to pay $2.99 and do all this traveling. And that just wasn't happening, no. So I could have made money if she was uh, agreeable to it for the consultation of, well, you know, the African violets were great, but what about this, what about that? Um, If I had a true consultation with her, I would have charged her money And as far as I know, floral and bakery companies, uh, they don't just allow you to see the floral presentations or taste the cake for no money. Can you imagine? They would go out of business. There is a fee anywhere maybe between $65 and $100 per consultation. And that consultation fee is reduced if the person goes forward with that service. If they don't go forward with the service, then they've made money from the consultation and the person can DYI their event if they want. You can have income from that if that is something that you're looking at or is a part of your gift basket business service. You might do wrapping. Some A lot of people do wrapping for free, but some 
Gift basket designers do not wrap for free. That's another service. You might make bowls. You might make the most beautiful bowls in the county, in the local area, but you charge for those bowls. That is a an income that you can make, especially around the holidays, of course. Some artists, and we are artists in our own way, some artists have Patreon accounts. And if you if there are certain the things that you want to share, certain elements of your business that you want to share that isn't going to, again, siphon off business from you, you could have a Patreon account. You might consider it for a certain nominal amount um, a month that a person would pay to be a part of your membership. Or you might have a membership account for some reason. I know that thinking about that is not general to talking about making gift baskets, but there are ways that you can splice and dice your way up to $100,000. So while ads on your site, uh, consultations, wrapping and bow making, or or having some type of membership account uh, might not be something that you are for, something that doesn't work for you, perhaps talking about and you considering these five options brings you to some other ideas that will work for you. There is nothing wrong, again, with just making gift baskets and having that $100,000 come from the gift baskets. Think about this also with the, just with the calculations. If you want to make $100,000 a year before expenses, you need to make Every week, $1,923.08. And don't forget the eight cents, because if you do, you will be making $99,000 a year. <laughs> that eight cents counts. In a month, your monthly sales ought to be $8,333.33. Don't forget about 33 cents either. So if just breaking down how much it it is how much you need to earn per week or per month. That helps you to recognize just what you have to do regarding marketing to make that income. You might not make just under $2,000 a week every week because there is a balance with gift baskets. There might be $3,000 sales one week and then $500 sales another week. Usually when you start to make $2,000, $3,000 in a week, your sales will not decrease to $500 uh, unless there is a, something catastrophic and then your sales do go down that far. So keep those numbers in mind. Every week, you must make $1,923.08 a week. And in a month, it has to be the it, meaning sales must be over uh, at or over $8,333.33. Now, in preparation for earning $100,000, you ought to decide how you are going to use that money. How are you going to reinvest the money you earn? You can, it's very easy to say, I want to make $500,000. I want to make $100,000. Well, what are you going to do with that money? You... There ought to be a plan for how you're going to divvy up this money. If from going on a vacation to some kind of philanthropy, it is a strong motivator. And when I say it, the preparation is a strong motivator for reaching the $100,000 goal. 
You might want to buy or upgrade some equipment that you have, maybe your computer monitor, maybe your CPU, maybe you want a new laptop, anything like that. You may want to expand your marketing with the money that you make. That marketing may be reaching out to a broader uh, environment, a, a broader reach, a broader range of customers or a new group of customers in a new industry. You may want to increase your knowledge by attending seminars, whether it's online or in person, and get information about something else about your business or something else that's regarding your business that's going to help you again, bring more value, reach a larger audience, earn more income. You may want to increase your philanthropy. You might want to give back to the students in your area or maybe to seniors or help to create a better senior center, or maybe there's some other type of local outreach. I have a nice piece of philanthropy baked into my business. I do, um, as you might've seen on one of my Facebook accounts, I give to Kiva.org and I help, I've helped so far over a hundred entrepreneurs in, I don't know, about 50 countries to help support them with their businesses. And I give in other ways that stay totally anonymous because there's no reason for me to say, yes, I gave to this group and I gave to that organization. I just like to give back in the way that works for me and that helps the world be better. So it's wonderful to want to make $100,000 and know what the calculations are, but the other part of knowing how you're going to spend that money and how how you're going to use the money is just as important. And that is all about how to make $100,000 in a year. Now, I know that some of these ideas have, are not only doable for you, but also they've also helped you to recognize what else you can do according to the geographic location that you're in and the other plans that you may have sketched out in the past. This is helping you to bring it all together. And no, $100,000 is not going to come overnight, but nothing does without the perseverance that you have to earn that amount and more in the years to come. And it is absolutely possible. I'm here sitting here in my chair, letting you know that that amount is absolutely possible and much more. Well, that is it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. And I thank you so much for joining me for how to make $100,000 in one year. Now, next week, we're going to discuss another very important topic that's going to help you to elevate your notoriety and, yes, your income as well. And please be sure to rate this podcast through your favorite listening device, whether it's Apple or Spotify. I'd love to see your rating, whatever your rating is. And I'm going to continue helping you with different topics that help you learn, grow, and profit. I'm Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.